Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is Thursday. The CPI numbers are out, and they were actually better than expected, which uh, did kind of give the market a little bit of a uh, little bit of a bounce and uh, kept it a little bit uh, steady, which is a, a good thing. So let's get into the slides. Um, basically, uh, you know, basically what's going on here is that uh, the consumer price index did fall a little bit, which is uh, good. It, it, it was within expectations, which uh, actually is pretty good. Uh, and it was lower than November, uh, just barely, Bo. Uh, but uh, that's a good thing. It seems like, at least for right now, and who knows, I mean, they may revise this, but uh, who knows, it seems like uh, inflation at least may be moderating. Now, it's not low. I mean, we have over 6% inflation, but at least it's still not going up. So that indeed is a good thing. And, uh, you know, hopefully that will be something that, uh, you know, that, that, that continues here, I'm hoping, because uh, that would be indeed a very, very good thing. Um, I do have a stock of the day here. Uh, this one did come up. Let's uh, kind of flip on over here. It's uh, PODD. Oops, there we go. See if we can come back here. There we go. If I move it right over there. Uh, this one is uh, it's an interesting stock. It's an insulin pump maker. Not uh, <laughs> I don't know much about this industry. Uh, but uh, it is set up very, very nicely, uh, and it does look like uh, it's beginning to form a base. And there is a buy point at uh, 320.10. Currently, it's at 306.28. So it's starting to make a move. It's reversing higher. So, uh, you know, uh, healthcare is a pretty, you know, it's a pretty good area of the market uh, to be in. Uh, the composite rating is pretty good, and it is moving up. But it does the, the the advantage of this one, of course, is it does have extremely strong relative strength, the relative strength on this one is uh, basically 99, which uh, is the kind of relative strength that you want to see out there because uh, that, that indicates that is indeed very, very, um, very, very strong. So uh, P-O-D-D is the symbol there. So uh, something you want to, make to want to take a look at. Um, just kind of showing you what I have currently. Uh, I, did, uh, I did sell uh, a stock. Uh, this morning, uh, and it was, um, oops, that's my, that's my shorts. Uh, that was um, Lattice Semi. I did, I did uh, sell that one, a little bit of profit there. Not, not, you know, kind of just scraping a profit, just held it for a few days. The two other stocks that I have, unfortunately, are down. Kind of, that's kind of bummer, but uh, hey, it is what it is. Uh, I'm holding AEHR Systems. Uh, that's also got a 99 relative strength. We'll show you the chart in just a second. And then I added today a company called uh, uh, Target Hospitality. And that one took a dump too. So, gosh, not good. Both have very strong relative strength, 99. That's one of the primary things that I'm looking at right now, of course, uh, in, in, uh, in the, uh, in, in that it's a strong relative strength. So let's take a look at AEHR systems first. This is the one I've held for just not really not too long, about two days or so. Um, I'm hoping that this one will, will, um, strengthen, of course, uh, it is in a critical sector of the market. And that is of course, uh, the semiconductor industry, but most importantly, it's in the semiconductor test equipment market which is a very good field because of all of the uh, action that has been taking place and building new fabs in, uh, in the U.S. primarily. Uh, there's a fab, a uh, bunch of uh, activity. TSMC, Taiwan Semi, is building fabs down in uh, Arizona. 
And uh, you also have uh, some fabs being built here in Texas, in Sherman, Texas, by uh, TI. I'll show you that chart in just a second. This is the chart for um, this. This is a chart for AEHR Systems. As you can see, we came down, we moved above the buy point uh, at 28. I did buy it uh, right below the buy point. Unfortunately, it's pulled back just a tad. Uh, made my uh, I, I made my first buy, uh, and then I sold it, and then I made a second buy. 2788. Uh, we're currently at 2760. So we pulled back a little bit, not too bad. I definitely think we're getting some we're getting some strength there. Let's take a look at the, the checklist on this one. Just kind of check it out and see, you know, sort of how it stacks up uh, in in everything. It's got this one's got an 89 checklist. It does fail on the earnings per share rating, but everything else is looking pretty good. Uh, and also on the technicals. Uh, we're we're pretty close, you know. We're we're pretty extended. We're we're you know 18% above that 21 day line. That's you know one of the reasons why, you know, I got to eat my own dog food here. Typically, you don't want to buy any more than about 5% above that 21 day line, so you can get these situations where it will pull back. And indeed, this one did. So, so there you go. So, you know, I got to I I've got to uh, be more careful about what I do in terms of how. I buy because remember you need to buy about 21 about to 5% within that 21 day line that's going to give you the best look. I did find an interesting stock here. This is a stock based out of uh the Houston area. It's called uh Target Hospitality and basically what they do is they're sort of like a outsourcing company for companies that own hotels and they've got, you know, they seem to be doing quite well. They did pull it did pull back a little bit today. I bought it, you know, probably way too uh, you know, way too rich here, but let's show the chart on this one. Uh, and basically what we have here is it pulled up the buy point, kind of the, the high point here, 1678. I did buy it right about 1802. So I'm down mm. about a dollar on this one. And it's a little, it's off a little bit after hours. Hopefully, you know, hopefully we'll start to regain a little bit of its, uh, a little bit of its momentum. Again, I bought uh, extended. You should never do that. I don't know. I just kind of, kind of got ahead of myself there. But I did buy it right about 18 here, as you can see, and then it pulled back and then up and then down. And then now it's sort of kind of drifting a little bit lower at about 1760 a share. But I do like the stock uh, for a number of reasons, mainly not not uh, uh, these are fundamental reasons more than technical reasons. I'll just kind of go over some of the attributes that it's got, which I think are which I think are excellent. If we look at that up. Uh, See if we can see that. It's, as you can see, uh, every quarter now, one, two, three, four, five, six quarters, it's been up well over 20% in terms of their sales every quarter. Uh, so that's been looking good. Last quarter, it's up 79% uh, quarter over quarter in terms of sales. So sales are growing rapidly. There is also a number of uh, interest from some of the funds. It's uh, growing about 20 funds every quarter. So that's looking pretty decent there. Only 35% of the company's owned by funds. So uh, there's some definite uh, areas to go there. The concerns here, the PE ratio is a little bit high at 37 uh, and the cash flow. But typically with a growing company, you're going to have a little bit higher cash flow. That's typical. That's why growth companies typically have larger PE ratios. So uh, this, the, um, uh, the fundamentals on it, the forecast for 2023, uh, they're looking to be up 94% in terms of their price. That's kind of what they're looking at. That's uh, based on, you know, kind of. So it potentially it's a double 
Um, you know, I would love it if it was a double. We'll see what happens there. Uh, hard to get a double these days, but uh, we'll see. So, um, so great. Let's uh, let's go and get some questions here. Let's go first for TikTok, and let's see uh, thoughts on Piedmont Lithium PLL. Let's. I would. Let me just. Uh, uh, let's take another one here, just real quick, because that does sound like a. A penny stock, but let me just look. Yeah, let me look at. Uh, can you take a look at Upstart, please? It's lost 90 percent. Uh, well, a lot of stocks have lost about this amount. Uh, this is just kind of the kind of par for the course. But uh, let's let's look at Upstart and see if that's going to give us um, some something something to do there. So Upstart U P S T, and uh, there we go. Okay. There's quite a bit of competition in this in this area of, you know, of um, uh, AI based um, uh, scoring. So uh, this is just not a good looking chart, as you can see. It was all the way up here at 400. Wow. And then and right now it's it's uh, trading all the way down about eighteen dollars. Um, it was up today. This is a dead cat bounce, though. I'm afraid it was up 18 percent today. I mean, up, up um, you know, up. Uh, uh, up about 31%, but I just think this is a dead cat bounce. Uh, this is basically a, a relief rally, and I don't think this is where you want to be. You probably could short it. There's just not a lot of meat left on the bone, though. Uh, if you shorted it, you know, you probably want to short it about the 10-week line. That's about $5.16. So uh, um, let's see. No, not quite $5. It's just a little bit low. Yeah, I'm sorry. $16.80. So we're really close to that. We're really close to the 10-week line. I'm looking at the weekly chart here. Let's go to the daily chart to see if there's anything, if there's any place that we could enter this. I think it's really too late to short this one. You know, uh, I, you know, it's best not to short something this, um, you know, this well done. I mean, it just doesn't have a lot more to go down. There is some, there is some uh, volume coming in. I think that this is, uh, you know, I think this is just a relief. I think this is, you know, short covering or something. Not sure exactly what it is. Let's look at, let's look at the, uh, uh, at the um, uh, at the shorts here. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, the the short period, the average short period is five point four days, or uh, it's up eleven percent. Yeah, this is short short covering. So there are people shorting it. I, I I think I'd probably steer clear of this one, just because you know it's just it's just not. I don't think it's going to give you the kind of thing that you want to see. When 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 it, when it's this obvious, usually it's not a good time. To short, so that's kind of the, the long and the short of it. <laughs> so let's go back to let's get to some of the comments. Thanks so much, everybody. Always appreciate it. Sandeep, thank you very much for for this. BA, uh, look, let's look at BA. Of course, this is Boeing, and this one, you know, this one is different. This one is a, a Dow stock. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think Boeing is going out of business. Uh, it's not like Upstart, which could easily go out of business. I don't think Boeing is going out of business. Uh, you know, there has been some people that have been very successful at buying these off of the bottom. I've never been particularly a great bottom fisher, I'll be honest with you. But I also want to look at the chart for GE because it's looking very, very strong now that they've uh, jettisoned some of their divisions. So I want to take a look at that one next but and compare it with Boeing. But uh, right now, uh, let's see. There we go. Okay, so there we go. Uh, yeah, it's it's this is performing very nicely. It's just moving right up the 
um, you know, uh, right up the 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 ten week line. It's still a little bit a little bit extended from that thirteen percent. You know, I'm just looking at, at a place to get in. It's very it's 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 uh, it's acting very very well. Ninety five relative strength and at least so far this year, it's just been it's just been up for this. So uh, maybe they fixed some of their problems. That would be that would be great if they did. Let's look at this compared to. Uh, I want to compare this one to um, GE. Now that they've had the split, these are kind of two. I don't know. You, I don't know if you really call these similar companies, but they're both large and they're both industrial. So uh, that might be uh, of interest to take a look at. Well, very similar. Isn't that interesting? I'm not that surprised because uh, indeed both of these are. Um, you know, they're, they're basically large industrials, primarily involved in aviation. So they're similar in terms of that. They're 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 similar in terms of uh, you know of, of the kind of industries that they're in. Let's see if I can bring that comparison up here. Let's do it. And what I'm doing here is I'm just slipping over to the comparison screen because we did. I want to take a look at GE, compare that to Boeing, uh, and there we go. Okay, so let's take a look. And, and really what I'm interested in looking at here is the last three months. So I'm going to reset the, the time period on this, on this chart to 9-1-2022 to the present and see if that will give us a good look. Well... Doesn't seem to be wanting to cooperate. Let's let's try that again. Nine. Yep. Nine. One. Two thousand twenty-two. There we go. Okay. So there we go. Very 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 similar in terms of the performance of uh, Boeing and GE, and of course. GE now that they're getting uh, they're splitting off their healthcare and some of the consumer products is going to be pretty much of an aviation company making the engines so uh, definitely very very similar performance both good stocks just kind of interesting there so let's put that up there for everyone to see as you can see kind of the same thing this is for the last three months uh, on that uh, so both have been 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 uh, producing some pretty good uh, pretty good numbers. All right, let's look at uh, S. Uh, oh, SD guitarist. This is from TikTok, and uh, you want to look about deer. Uh, John Deere, interestingly enough, even though it's in the agricultural area, is a leader in AI, which is very interesting because that does appear to be you know part of the future of farming. Is that we're going to see a lot of AI in tractors, tractors that you know that tractor themselves around without a human operator and uh, get a lot of work done at night without, uh, you know, without any lights or anything like that. The AI is, is being actually, interestingly enough, you know, self-driving cars may be a ways off, but it does look like very, very likely that we're going to see, uh, we're going to see much more of AI in farming equipment, interestingly enough, rather than in some of the other areas, because it does seem to be very, it, AI does lend itself. It seems like very, very well, to farming so we're going to take this just taking a look for the for the TikTok uh, viewer here uh this is the this is the uh, chart for for deer uh we were up to date 436 and then we've pulled back so 
the question is, can we find an entry point here? Well, let's look at it compared to the 21-day moving average, because that's really how you want to buy it. It's going to tell us a lot. And obviously, yeah, we definitely can. The 21-day line for deer currently is at about 430, 48. So that means that this is definitely buyable at this price. So it's kind of forming a cup with a handle. I don't know if you can see this cup and then extended handle. So this is not necessarily a bad place to get into it. Let's look at some of the uh, checklist. The checklist on this is really good. It's 100%. So uh, very rare do you get do you get a large cap stock like Deer that has this kind of a checklist. So this, if you're looking for a big cap, uh, this might be a very good choice because 100% checklist. We're basically right at the 21-day line. This is a good place to buy it because it's not extended. And let's look at the pattern recognition. Let's see what AI says. A little bit of AI here. Uh, off of a flat base, we have a, a 448 buy point on uh, on deer. So we're, we're lower than the buy point. So we're right below the buy point. Let's see. There's a little bit of a – I think I can draw it right here. Yeah, there we go. This is the reversal line going from the peak down to kind of through the middle section. That's showing that it's moving. It's bounced off the 50-day uh, moving average, and it's moving up, and it's moving above that. So not a bad place to buy it. This one, I definitely think that you could you could consider buying because uh, it does look and it does look good and, and uh, most likely, uh, according to what I'm seeing here, probably is going to go higher even hard to believe but true. All right, Bombadoc, thank you very much. Let's look at PBR. PBR is Petrobras and this is the Brazilian national oil company. Uh, there's of course, as you probably have been following this, if you're in PBR, there's been a lot of political issues down in. Uh, down in Brazil, there was there was a storming of the capital. Uh, Lula, uh, who is the uh, former president who was in jail, is now the president once again. And uh, so there seems to be a lot of bad blood uh, in uh, in in Brazil. Why is that important? Well, Petrobras is was a nationalized oil company. It was privatized, and so it may get renationalized. But uh, it does it it does look like. Let's look over here to PBR. That was dear. PBR. This is always this is always a danger when there is, especially in South America, when the governments change to a leftist. Is there's always a there's always a, a um, there's always a, um, a a danger of nationalization, of course. And uh, but it does it looks it looks okay. It's moving above the 200-day line. Uh, we're at 83 relative strength, uh, so it's pretty strong. Uh, you know, th believe it or not, this is a $10 stock. Part of the reason this is so cheap, to be honest with you, it, it's not that it's worth ten dollars. It's just that it's it's priced in reals, and so the the, uh, the Brazilian currency. So it trades a, a little bit weak to the dollar. That's part of the reason for this low price. Um, but uh, it does it does look like it's moving up above the two hundred day moving average. And it does look pretty good. Let's see. I probably wouldn't. Buy it here. We're we're a little bit too far away, I think. Yeah, we're a little bit too far. Well, we're we're not that bad. We're only uh we're we're just about five percent, a little bit less than five percent above that twenty one day line. That's where if you want to get into it, that's a good place to get into it. Um, coming above the two hundred day line. So yeah, you could probably buy this definitely upward trending relative strength line. Fairly low volume. Uh, this red line, of course, is the 
uh, the average. If it's over that, then there's a lot of volume. Under that, not so much. So this one looks pretty good. Let's look at the checklist on it to see kind of how it's, you know, checking out. <laughs> there you go. Not the greatest checklist. Well, it's good enough to buy 67%, but not a stellar checklist. There's other ones out there that are stellar checklists. Let's compare this one, Bama, against ExxonMobil, which is kind of the kind of one of the standard bearers for this industry for the industry. Because these are both integrated oil companies, PBR, of course. And then let's look at ExxonMobil, XOM versus the symbol there. Let me just go ahead and Let's just look at the last quarter. I think if you look at the year, it can be a little bit confusing. So let's look at the last quarter and see how that's how that's shaping up. Oh, okay. Well, didn't didn't want to tank there. Uh, nine one. So hopefully this will take. Yeah. Well, it didn't. <laughs> Does not want to. See nine one two oh two two. All right. Yeah, okay, there we go. That's that's looking that's looking better. So I want to compare this against the performance in the last three months of um of ExxonMobil to see kind of you know if this is worth in the oil patch, if this is worth uh doing anything with. So let me, let's go over to there we go. There. Okay. So we're going over to the comparison chart. What I'm doing here is I'm comparing Exxon Mobil with um, with Petrobras, which is the, of course, the the um, Brazilian national was a Brazilian national oil company. Then it was privatized. Now that Lula's is in, it may get reprivatized. It may get renationalized. We don't know. Um, PBR is definitely staging in the last few days. Uh, a nice little nice little bounce here, but the trend unfortunately is downward. So I probably would not be a buyer of Petrobras, even though it's starting to turn up. Uh, if you if you want to invest in the oil patch, I think it's better bet, safer bet is probably Exxon, because in the last nine months Exxon's up almost a little over twenty percent, whereas Petrobras not so much. It's down fifteen percent. So uh, if we're looking at two of these and we're comparing them, kind of in the same oil patch, this is the integrated oil company, I think you got to go with the big boys uh, and Exxon. So that's what I would, that's how I would do it uh, there. But uh, both very good. Hey, Jim, this is, uh, um, this is Brad 16, I guess. Yeah. B-R-A-D 16. <laughs> I like that. Um, can you check AMV? Let's look at AMV. All right. So I'm, what I'm doing is I'm slipping around my charts here. See if we can bring that up. Oh, Atlas Motor Vehicles manufactures batteries. Okay, so this is a battery play. Um, interesting. Well, it's kind of a kind of a kind of a weird chart. So I'll, let's bring that chart up. So this is the chart for Atlas. Yeah, I I I can't get excited about this one because this what is six dollars sixty six cents. Just in October, this was uh, this was over two hundred dollars. So this is uh, really bad. It's lost. Let's see how much is lost. Uh, wow, it's really well. Let, let's go to let's yeah. This is lost almost. Uh, 
its entire value. It's got a relative strength of one. This is a this is a classic case of pump and dump. So, you know, this is if this was in the pink slips, which it, it probably is. Let's look at the number of shares that are traded. Yeah, this is this is a this is you know you might want to be careful with this one. This may be fraudulent. It's based in Mesa, Arizona. Develops and manufactures battery electric vehicles for heavy and light duty trucks. Let's uh, it's not profitable. Let's just kind of look at the fundamentals here on this one. Yeah, boy, it's not looking good. Yeah, there's no there's no revenue. They've got two funds in it. Boy, I tell you, I would run away. I hope you I hope you didn't invest a lot of money in this one. This one could be zero very quickly. Yeah, this this is this is not looking. Unfortunately, this is not looking too good. Yeah, this is this is looking like it is potentially a uh, uh, potentially this one could go bankrupt. So be very very careful. Yeah, that's the problem. Some of these thinly traded stocks are just you've got to be careful with them because uh, if you're not very familiar with the underlying asset. Uh, these can be situations that uh, where the where the uh, company does go under, so you got to be careful. Uh, I'm not saying that's necessarily going to happen, but it looks awful weak to me. Uh, let's look at uh, S I F I V. I think it's Fiserv. S I S V. Let's look at it. Oops. S I S V. Right. No, F I S V. There we go. Fiserv. Yeah, I, I'm pretty familiar with Fiserv as a company, uh, and it does, and it's not, it's by no way is this one, uh, this is not, this one is not a penny stock by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, Fiserv is a very, is a good company. Let's look at the daily chart first to see kind of, eh, I don't know if I would buy it at this level, but uh, you know, it is a good company. It has been a leader in the past. Um, currently, um, relative strength of 70, that's, that's below normally where I like to buy them. I like to buy at least an 80 relative strength. What do I mean by relative strength? Relative strength is the rank of the, of the stock against the rest of the market. So this is in the top, you know, this is in the top 30%, but I want in the top 80%. So I probably would not buy it just because of that. It is trading above the 200 day line. That is indeed good. Uh, but uh, let's look at the checklist on this one to see if we can even take a look at it for buying. If you can even buy it, well, it's just barely it just barely qualifies at sixty seven percent on the pattern recognition. Let's take a look there. Uh, pivot is one ten. We're currently at one hundred two, so we're below the pivot on a consolidation uh, a consolidation base. That's not necessarily the best base. It's not. That's one of the weaker bases. Um, let's look at the technicals. Well, we, one, one good thing, we're right at the 21 day line. If you did want to get into it, this wouldn't be a bad place, but I would recommend, I wouldn't recommend this one. I think there are better stocks out there, uh, than this one. Let's, let's look at its peer, compare Fiserv to its peers. Uh, this is in the financial services specialty category. So I'm going to look at the whole group here for financial services, especially this is all the stocks that are basically classified as the same in here this has not been a great performing group as you can tell by this uh this chart we've been in a decline really you know almost for a year now in financial services we have we have rallied a little bit to the 200 day line but it is still in a downward trend let's look at the things that are the best um 
I basically Clearwater Analytics. That's not something I know. These are the top relative strength. Let's look at MoneyGram. By the way, MoneyGram. It's one of the companies that is uh, is based here in the Dallas area, uh, and I'm, I'm kind of familiar with it. It used to be part of Greyhound, and it was a spinoff from Greyhound. If you're looking for something, this is probably the strongest. Boy, this doesn't look very good either. Yeah, yeah, 83. So this is a little bit better in terms of the relative strength. Uh, I just wouldn't be buying in this category. Uh, I don't think um, it just it just doesn't look that good. Uh, so I would I would skip Fiserv. I, I would skip Fiserv just based on you know what I'm seeing. All right, let's take a look at uh, some of the other questions from TikTok. Uh, banks report. Oops. Yeah, banks report tomorrow, and I think we're going to see some weakness, believe me. Hey, Jim, let's look at FLL. This is from Krubs. Million dollars. Yeah, I like that. Million dollars. Krubs million. Okay, so let's look at FLL. This is for TikTok, of course. All right, let's look at FLL. See kind of what's going on there. Full house resorts. You know, interestingly enough, I did buy one this morning called uh, uh, that is in the uh, that is in the hospitality industry, and I, you know, I hadn't thought to do that. Uh, moved above the 200-day uh, line. It looks like it's pretty well stacked. Relatively small company, but you know, some of these resorts companies, there has been some strength here. Uh, I want to look at the checklist. Yeah, it's a terrible checklist. I'm sorry to say, the funds in it less than five on the technicals. Yeah, just not looking good. Here's what I want to do. Uh, I want to, I want to compare it to a, to a stock that I did buy today uh, that you might be interested in. Uh, this one just doesn't look very good. Develops and manages um, uh, casinos and resorts. This has been a really weak area. Las Vegas Sands is having issues as well. But let's compare this to a company that I did buy a few shares in today called um, Target Hospitality, and uh, that would be TH. And let's see, I'm, what I'm doing, I'm doing a comparison here. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to do the Wayback Machine here. And I'm going to move it to the last three months because I mean, we could look at the last year, but I don't think that's as relevant. So did I get it right? No, I didn't. Uh, we want nine, one. All right. So hopefully that will, yes, there we go. So comparing comparing the two charts here, let's yeah, comparing the two charts here uh, in the hospitality space, one of course FLL being uh, FLL, which is the Casino company, and then uh, TH, which is the one that I says, well, NFL is not doing bad. I mean, it's up, you know, twenty six percent in three in three um, in three months. So that's looking pretty good. TH, it's up a little bit more, one forty. Let's compare this against. I want to compare this against the S and P five hundred. So I'm going to compare that against the spider, which is a yeah. So there's the spider. It's about 100. So if you invested $100 about three months ago in Spider, you would have about $100 right now. If you invested $100 in um, full house resorts, you would have had about $126. So that's very good. That's done very, very well. And then if you invested $100 in 
um, target hospitality would have had about 140. So um, a target hospitality is up about 40%. Now, will it continue to do that? I don't know. But I, one thing I am seeing, and this is really interesting, is for some reason I'm seeing some, some interest in the hospitality space. So you can see that it's starting to channel up. So that's looking pretty decent. So this is this is where you know if we're if we're going on a treasure hunt, this is where we might want to look for some treasure because uh, uh, hospitality seems to have been a beaten down area. Uh, now that COVID's over with, I think it's probably going to come back to life. Some some um, you know some people have been very successful in buying as things come out of recession. I do think though that uh, you know travel will be back up obviously because there won't be the COVID restrictions. People will be using hotels and motels. And so I do think that that may be an area that we're going to see some nice, uh, uh, some, some nice uh, um, movement in. All right, Charles, thank you very much. This is Rocket, R-C-K-T, Rocket Mortgage. Now, uh, as you know, um, uh, uh, Wells Fargo is going to be getting out at least. Oh, I'm sorry, Rocket Pharmacist. Excuse me. I thought this was a Rocket Mortgage. I apologize. Rocket, uh, um, R-C-K-T, is that right? R-C-K-T, yeah, okay. So I was confused with Rocket, not Rocket um, Mortgage, but the Rocket Pharmaceuticals. So this is Rocket Pharmaceuticals, different animal altogether. Sorry about that, Charles. Um, <laughs> uh, 94 relative strength, I definitely like that. I like the fact that it's trading above the 200-day line. I really try to buy everything above that 200-day line because that, that kind of indicates to, to me that big money is not flowing out of the issue. It's still kind of flowing into the issue. So I definitely like that. Let's look at some of the particulars here. Um, checklist is good. 60, well, it's, it's not good. It's acceptable 64. It's about the minimum I'll buy. On the technicals, uh, a little extended, not too much. 8.8.93, 8 you know, so it definitely is extended. So here's, here's what I would say, Charles, on this one. Looks pretty good, but I wouldn't buy it. It's a too far extended above that 21-day exponential. So if you're interested in buying this one, and I think you probably might be able to find something a little bit better, wait until it pulls back a little bit, and then possibly buy it. The 21-day line on this one is uh, 1973. So you probably want to wait for it to pull back maybe to 19 or so if you want to buy it. I probably would not be a buyer of this one. Just because uh, it just it just doesn't seem like it's baked and ready yet. All right, let's look at FTI. And moving over to FTI. And this one, oops, well, helps if I helps I put it in the right thing, doesn't it? FTI. Yeah. Okay, tech tech technic FMC. I don't know. It's designs, manufacturers, and services. Systems for land and offshore exploration. Okay, this is a good area. Uh, this area has been getting a lot of love as of late, uh, and that is, of course, the oil field services area. I want to check this, and I want to check this relative to a company called Tidewater, which uh, has been seeing some very good movement. Let's let's uh, put this one up on the screen. So this is. There we go. So, so this is um, tech. I don't. I can't pronounce it. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, but it's ma it's making a nice move, and it looks like it's come up. This may be close to a buy point. So this might. This is interesting. 
Uh, we are a little extended. We're 6.3% above that 21-day line, so we're a little extended here. But I still like this action. 78 checklist, this is good. This is very good. It's also in an area that I think there has been money flowing into this area. It's, it's in the oil and gas machinery equipment area or, and also oil field services. So I like that fact there. There's been, there's been a fairly good investment in that area. Let's look at the more. Uh, so is this a bear market? Okay, so let's, let's look at the sector because that's, I'm not as familiar with this company. Uh, it's 42, so I like that. It's in the top third. Always want to see that. You know, oil field services. You know, fields, oil field services are the one that's that's really doing the best of these of these kind of businesses. It's got a 99 there. Oil field drilling. So I probably, you know, if I was looking at this one, I'd also look at these two areas. Let's see if we can look at the uh, oil field services and see if. Let's see if there's anything there that we can find that is uh, is good in the oil field services area. Well, let's yeah, there we go. So let's find the oil oil field services. Let's bring that up here. Oil field services, uh, right? Because this is the one I think that we want to really look at is the oil field services group. Okay, and let's look at the stocks that are in that group. All right, and I want to look at the top ones if I can. I always want to try to buy the best quality that we possibly can. The number one. Uh, is well, Halliburton has been doing very, very well. This is one I'm not familiar with. SLB. Um, let's look at the top stocks. I think that probably Halliburton, yeah, Halliburton has just had an upgrade. And if you're looking in this area, I think that you want to kind of look possibly at Halliburton um, because this one just got an upgrade today. Uh, again, I think there's going to be a lot more investment in oil drilling, believe it or not. Um, and this one does look very, very good. Now, I did make a buy here. I did close this. I mean, I, I, I scalped this one. As it came up, I bought it. Uh, this is on the 9th, and then, and then I closed that trade. But uh, this one is looking pretty good. We've got an upward trend on the relative strength line. Let's see if we could buy this one. Yeah, it's a 100% checklist. This is the kind of one that you probably want to look at, Charles, as opposed to the other one. It's a little bit more expensive. Of course, it's $42, but this is a leader, and uh, it's uh, definitely got it's got the 100% checklist. It's coming right up to a pivot. Let's go look at the pattern wreck on that one. The pivot here is basically at uh, uh, 39, at 59. We're, so we're just above that pivot. Let's look at the technicals. I think we may be tad extended here yeah we are we're extended 8.22 so we're a little bit extended here's what i would probably do i'd probably wait for it to pull back a little bit it's been up one two three four five six days in a row so i think this one is going to pull back here's what i would do i would probably set a trap for it to see if i could buy it right about the 10-day line 
The 10 day line is about uh, 39.80. So I would probably set a limit order at about 39.50. See if I could pick up some of this Taliburton. But I definitely think we're going to get a pullback on this one uh, just because nothing goes up every day. So it's been up about five days. Expect this one to pull back. But this is going to be a good buy on the pullback. Halliburton H-A-L. So thanks for that. Uh, all right. So let's see. Uh, we are overbought ATM. Yeah. I don't see a reason for us to break um, the resistance. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, that, I think that's a very good point. Um, uh, I do think we are a little bit overbought. There's been a little bit of uh, optimism. Uh, and I do think we're probably going to move probably to the downside. That's one of the reasons I'm shorting Lululemon. I, I can't I tell you what, I have tried to short that thing so many times. And I have come up on the wrong end <laughs> of the stick every time. So don't follow my lead on Lulu because uh, I haven't been right on that one. So. Uh, but I have been buying, uh, you know, very, very selectively in the chips area. One of the areas that I'm very interested in also in is in the oil field services, because I do think that we're going to see a lot of spend there uh, in the oil field services. All right. Well, we're almost out of time. Uh, we're almost out of time. Here's, if I could implore everyone, please, <laughs> please, 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 uh, definitely like us, uh, because it definitely helps I know I say this every day, but it really does help. And uh, so, so please, you know, smash that like button. I know everyone says that, but you know, hey, smash that like button, please. And uh, also, uh, if you um, uh, if you're not already a member of the free Action Trailer, it's just go to www.dallastradingfloor. First and last name and email address, and we'll get you set up on that. You can cancel anytime. Uh, but uh, I do put out lists from time to time and sort of recommendations. If I, you know, I don't really have anything right now because I, I, I haven't seen, you know, a little bit of difficulty in the clear direction in the market. But I do think once we get a clear direction, I'm going to be sending out some some recommendation lists of things that I'm looking at, my watch list, that kind of thing, uh, on there. But uh, go to www.dallastradingfloor. And if you're watching on TikTok, just uh, all you have to do is uh, is go to the um, is go to the, the link in the bio <laughs> and it's right up here. Go to the link in the bio and click on that and you'll be good to go. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. I'll be back tomorrow. Oh, wait a minute. Do we have a last question? Let's see if we do make sure that I'm getting everybody as much as I can. All oh, right. Uh, I'm on. No. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Ah, uh, here we go. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, I, you know, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. SLB is Schlumberger. Okay, makes total sense. Makes total sense. For some reason, I didn't recognize that. that I should recognize that because Schlumberger is. Uh, let's let's compare Schlumberger just for fun. Let's let's look at Schlumberger and Halliburton. They're both excellent companies. Schlumberger is obviously the one that's a little bit bigger. So let's look at this really quick over here. I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do a comparison. With uh, Schlumberger, SLB. SLB. Schlumberger, is that? I might not get yet. Schlumberger. Okay, yeah. Wow. For some reason, I you know I, I didn't get that right. Schlumberger, compare it to Halliburton. 
HAL. And let's look at the last three months, compare the performance of both. Hopefully it'll give us a look-see. For some reason, isn't it? Okay, it did give us a look-see. Um, anyways, but uh, yeah, they're both excellent. I'm sorry, I, I guess they've they've just gone to SLB. Now they're not calling themselves Slumberjay Limited. They're just using the symbol, but they're both excellent. All right, well, thank you very much, everybody, for, uh, for tuning in. I'll be back tomorrow at 5 o'clock, same time. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll, you know, we'll have some direction and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much in cash right now. I do have a few positions, but again, I'm trying to find things to invest in, trying to put putting to work, not easy right now in the market. So, um, st keep your powder dry. There will be some good stuff to, uh, to invest in. I'll see you tomorrow. Happy trading.